This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Cannell Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, man. Happy Saturday to you. Yeah. So, uh... Thanks for listening to us. All about home construction here on WATA. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Give us a call, 262-1567. And uh, don't forget about the podcast, All About Home Construction on your podcast player. And, of course, you can check out the Facebook page, All About Home Construction, for links as well. And, man, whew, you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a nice little snow event coming up. Yep. That's pretty much all that's in the news is the you know today is uh, bad weather coming. So well, you know this is almost like uh, ninety three when they's talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know every fifteen minutes, less every ten minutes they were talking about the snow. Right. You know, and boy, they're talking it up. We'll see what we get because uh, the National Weather Service, uh, as of right now, you know the the most recent updates. Uh, they're saying it, some snow will start around 3 or 5 o'clock tonight, but really overnight tonight's when the uh, accumulation starts with uh, 1 to 2 inches tonight. But it doesn't end there, right? Because we got Sunday, we could see it snowing again. We could see some sleep mixed in as well throughout the day tomorrow. But overall, tomorrow we could see 6 to 10 more inches on top of that 1 to 2. And then Sunday night, we could see another 2 inches on top of that. So you do the math, right? 2 plus 10 plus 2 is... Enough. Enough. <laughs> I call it 14, but yeah, that's enough. <laughs> you know, at one time during the week, they called for 18 to 24. I know, and I, I do know that some forecasts, uh, different companies and, and different websites are calling for, for different things, but uh, that's what the National Weather Service is calling. So even on the low end, though, right, like one plus six plus one, I mean, that's still eight inches. I mean, you know, when you talk about six to eight inches, that's a, that's a pretty good snow itself. Correct. Yeah, so. Well, the state would be able to take care of that. Right. We were in uh, McDowell County yesterday, and they were already brining the roads. I was same thing. I took uh, the the wrestling team uh, had a wrestling match. Uh, the Wataga wrestling did down in uh, uh, Alexander Central. They won, by the way, two two in a row. That's and what I heard. They beat uh, South Caldwell, and then they beat um, Alexander Central two days in a row. But anyway, I went down because you know, the kids are wrestling, and went down and watched, and uh, came back. But I noticed on uh, what is that sixteen or eighteen or whatever both it is. I guess there for a while. Yeah. Um, all the way to Taylorsville, it's, it was just like white lines out where they lay this off, all the way down. Well, and, uh, you know, uh, the state is behind. They don't have enough employees. I know. Well, you know, COVID, uh, COVID's hit everybody, and, 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 you know, we can talk about that later. Is You know, this is some of the highest numbers, if not the highest numbers we've seen uh, overall, um, not just in the school system, but in the, the county in, at large, right? Yep. And uh, that, you know, that, that's got to affect, I mean, I don't know, any first-hand accounts on anyone from the DOT that's that's got it, but hey, as many people have got it, that's got to affect them as well as everybody else. Well, we heard two different um, reports. There's 80 percent, 75 percent of manpower. Well, and, and we just heard prior to the to to us on the air here uh, with the, the North Carolina News Network, they were talking about uh, Western North Carolina, in particular the southwestern parts where that particular guy was talking from, um, and he was saying the same thing, you know, and it's. Uh, yeah, so so we're down, you know. So to be patient, it, it's it's going to be harder to to clear up when you got less people clearing. Um, I think the good news is it's going to hit a snow first instead of the the sleet and ice, so that that makes it a little easier, I think, to to keep it clear or clear it out. But 
you know, there is some sleep mixed in throughout the day tomorrow, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that kind of adds back to that little crusty event. Yep. You know. Well, about like looking on the radar, it's taking its time. It's down to South Carolina. Right. North Carolina, uh, Tennessee border right now. Yep. And, uh, and it looks like it's going to move into Asheville as ice. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I'd rather have the, the, the 10 inches of snow than one inch of ice for sure. Um, but you know, but again, it's coming in from the South and that's usually when we get these big snows. Yep. And, uh, so that, that's the thing is just being prepared. Um, you know, do want to, want to remind everyone in the town of Boone, of course, to, uh, um, the, the public works departments reminding folks that the, the, they've got the big signs, the big red and white emergency signs, the snow signs, um, in downtown Boone, so don't park there. Basically, yes. Let them clean the let yeah, them clean let them, the roads. Give them a hand, and you know, and that goes for for the for all the, for the rural roads as well, right? Like, I mean, I know, I mean, there's been times I've not been able to make it up the road and and had to, to park somewhere, but if you can get out of the way, you know, the, let those trucks have room at the intersections and just uh, be prepared the road. to shovel your own vehicle out. Yeah, oh yeah, um, but you know that that's the thing. If you can give them as much room as possible, be smart about it. I don't park right in the middle of the, of the road, and we've all seen it happen. <laughs> Think about your elders. Yep, yep, definitely, and uh, definitely. And we got quite a few tips uh, as, as we will uh, as we go on through the show to, to help your you and your house go through this uh, this nice winter storm that we're, we've got in effect. And again, you know, there is a warning um, in effect, but it, it goes in effect tonight, like overnight, but it stays all the way till Monday morning at seven a.m. Um, you know, the good news, Randy, Martin Luther King weekend. That's, uh, that's yep. one good thing. And, so you know, that, well, a little extended weekend for a lot of people, especially the, you know, this was a big ski stuff. weekend too. I know. I thought of that. And, uh, I noticed, uh, I noticed coming in you can see some bright lights as you look up towards like grandfather to the right of grandfather. So I'm not sure from my angle, if it's sugar or if it's that's seven devils going down one Oh five. Yeah. That's... Well, I can, I, yeah, I can see it. It's, it's one of the mountain ranges over. And from where I'm at, I could just see the light. I can't really tell which mountain it is, if it's beach or sugar. Probably sugar. That's probably sugar. Location. But anyway, it's uh, uh, I could see the light on this morning, actually, when I came in. I wondered if they weren't grooming and, and getting ready for it. Oh, I bet they are. I, I bet, bet they've they already it. got them yeah, roads solved. I bet they too. love it. And uh, that's the thing. Hopefully um, hopefully the main roads can stay clear enough. They can get some traffic up. And uh, but, you know, it's one of those things, too, right? It's, it's nice to get that extra income coming into the county. But if we can't get out and about, then is it really going to add a lot of money to us? You know? Yep, correct. I mean, if they, if the restaurants can't get out and open up, then skiers don't have a place to eat and they have to go back off the mountains. It doesn't really help us out so economically. Correct. Um, but just be patient. Be, be prepared, and especially in the bulk of this storm, um, you know, be ready for it. So. We'll take a quick break, and we'll get back right into All About Home Construction. Thanks for listening. That's right, All About Home Construction here on WATA. Give us a call, 262-1567. We'll put you on the air. But, yeah, talk a little bit about this winter storm. And, again, we could see... Anywhere from 8 to 14 inches as what the National Weather Service is telling us uh, right at the moment. So uh, stay tuned, be prepared, and uh, we'll, we'll help you get through it. But talking a little bit, Randy, about being prepared, and, and I'll, there, there's a couple things when you think of being prepared, right? It's, it's being prepared for yourself and your own safety, uh, and then we can also talk about the house and how to prepare your, your home uh, itself for, for the winter storm. And 
Let's just uh, let's start out with yourself, right? Like, because it, it's important to take care of yourself first, right? Yep. And uh, one of the things that you really have to worry about in, in in these big weather events, obviously, is is the first thing would be staying warm, right? Correct. Um, so as we come into it, you know, it may be a little late at this point to uh, order some extra fuel oil, but uh, if you know, make sure you have some some uh, some source of heat, uh, and uh, you know, get prepared for that. And um, you know, there's and if you can buy your fuel oil propane in the summertime when it's late, sure, sure, definitely, yeah, um, that that helps, you know. And then, uh, but but take a look at it, you know, and and, and kind of know if you're if you if you are running low. Like I said, I don't know if they can get to you or not. It's not my business, but. Um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, definitely you can be prepared and, and kind of monitor it. So you I'd know, say they're on the roads today. I suspect they they are, um, and uh, you know, but but look for that alternate source of heat. You know, some sort of backup heat. Do not cook in the kitchen on with charcoal. Yeah. Or yeah. do not get a generator in the house. Well, you know, those are two big things that happen, um, and, and and it sounds kind of silly as we talk about it on the radio, but you know. When you get cold and you get hungry, you don't think about that stuff. Correct. Um, and and so there, there's lots of people that do, and um, you know, and, and that's why it's important, no matter what you do, to have a, a smoke and, and carbon monoxide detector. Um, but as you've got these little backup heaters, you know, gas or propane heaters, uh, carbon monoxide de- detectors are, are very important to go with that. Well, you know, since uh, <laughs> 2010, Actually, no, all the way back to about 2002, we started putting carbon monoxide and regular smoke detectors in. Because you never know, the next owner might like all gas appliances. And, you know, a lot of times, these little uh, heaters that go on a 20-pound, you know, propane jug are pretty safe indoors, you know. But the problem is they run you out of oxygen. Yeah. And, uh, And it's also the carbon monoxide in there. So, golly, don't do it. Right, and uh, be be safe. You know, if if, if that is your backup, um, like I said, have safe safety precautions in place. Have, have um, you know, ha- have the monoxide detectors. Uh, as weird as it sounds, leave a window cracked. You know, let yeah. some of that. I mean, I know it's cold air, but let some of that oxygen escape. I mean, uh, cut me in and let that carbon monoxide escape. Um, so those are those are kind of important things. And uh, you know, if 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 wood is your backup heat. You know, maybe you got a stove or a, or a, a fireplace. Uh, check it out right now. Make sure it's clear and clean, um, so that you can you know get get a good get a f- good fire going. Because the last thing you want is is a chimney fire. Correct. Um, we missed that in the fall about cleaning the chimney. Didn't yep. We? Yep. So uh, check the now's a good you know today. Like I said, the kind of the calm before the storm. You're gonna have to do some rushing around, but it, there, there's still time to, to check stuff like that. Um, you know, check your wood. Make sure it's good and dry. Uh, you know, put it up, cover it up some way so it's not going to be buried, you know, under 10 inches of snow. Because uh, that's going to make it a little little hard to start. Yes, it is. So, you, you, I remember, uh, what was this? One of those shows the kids were watching a while back, and they were, maybe it was something I was watching. Anyway, they, they were stuck in, and uh, they were burning all these chairs and tables and stuff uh, to stay warm. You know, so you don't want to be that guy, right? Yep. <clears throat> Well, one thing, a big one that we've never, ever mentioned in history, and that's get your prescriptions filled. Yeah, especially an event like this where you may be stuck in for several days. Um, now that's, a, that's a good idea. You know, that, that's something that, 
you know, we, we think, you know, and, we'll, and we'll talk a minute here in, in about, you know, food preparation. You think about, you know, the bread and the milk kind of thing, but you, uh, if, if you're going to be in an event like this, right, I mean, the event itself is going to last until Monday morning. Um, and then as you, uh, as you go through, you know, it's Tuesday is going to get a, just barely above freezing. So I don't know how much of it's going to melt off. So it depends on where you live. It may be hard to get out Tuesday still. Correct. And, uh, so, so kind of think ahead on, uh, on some of that stuff too. Um, yeah, we, we sort of mentioned that the heat, you know, again, um, think about the power when we get this much snow, it, there's a good chance that that power will, will cut out. I mean, it, you know, the, they do a good job around here keeping the lines clean in terms of the trees and stuff. Uh, we've seen, you know, back, well, back in the fall and winter, right? Uh, we, we, lots of places we're seeing the helicopters coming around trimming trees yep. uh, along the power line. So that helps because, you know, if you can keep all those trees from falling on it to begin with, uh, that's a good thing. Um, but with all the extra weight of the snow and stuff, it, well, it's we had not a given. Of, we had, this last snow we had was so heavy we had a lot of trees break down. Yeah. So we still might have trees out there that are cracked and stuff that Waiting. if this snow turns out, you know, they're talking about 33 degrees tomorrow and snowing. So yeah. that sounds like a heavy snow too. Yeah. No, that, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, you know, um, I was talking to someone about the, the power lines, you know, when, when they come through with those big uh, helicopters and they're, tri- well, not just helicopters, but when they trim the power lines and they, the right of ways and stuff, if you think about it, the good news is, for one, there's no limb sticking out towards the power lines. But the other part is it makes the the opposite side of the power lines the heavy side of the tree, which in theory keeps the trees pulling that direction, Correct. hopefully. Um, so that hopefully, you know, hopefully there's not large outages from large trees, you know, because they, they do a pretty good job. But everyone's got limbs over, over you know, in their backyard or whatever, right? Like, like there's still a good chance that the, the trees will hit. Uh, hit that for sure um but yeah like i said you know plan on some alternate ways to heat besides electric uh, and, and i say electric right like heat pump it, it uses electricity to yep. you know um some of the propanes you know the furnaces and things that they use electricity to, to run yep. so so that's why i say you know just because you don't have baseboard or, or you you know electric heaters you your heat relies on electricity to, to run the fan and, and boilers and what have you uh so so have an alternate plan uh in in case especially these big storms coming up well one thing they called out was charcoal mm-hmm. or 20 pound for your gas grill right so there you go if it totally goes out you got a place to cook on your sure. day oh so yeah don't yeah. forget that yeah no that that's a that's a good point um you know and we've uh i've got a i've got a bag of charcoal in a in a tank of a propane waiting um for, for so that, that's that's a good point well, i got a pellet stove now so you know what yeah. that means, don't you i'll have to take my battery out of my truck and use my inverter <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it well let, let's talk a little bit about the food you know so it, stocking up for sort of these long-term you know food situations uh, how much water do you think we got to store to? Now let's let's talk let's let's break this down. You got water. You have to have water to flush a toilet, but more importantly, you have to have water to drink. And let's let's focus on that part first. Well, they're saying that you need one gallon per day per po- person in your household, and to keep a minimum of a three day minimum supply. 
It's in Terry's Terry's case. That's fifteen gallons. Well, yeah, one times <laughs> one times six oh, times three. Sixteen gallons. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I missed one. Um, yeah, no, that that's that's. I, mi- I missed your wife. Yeah, well, she didn't drink water, right? Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, you're right. That's that's an important thing that we don't think about, and uh, it, it takes a lot of space to store that much water. But yes. it's important to, to store that much water. Um, you know, and, and you got to have that to cook. You got to have that to drink. You know, and 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 I mean, in general, healthy wise, you don't need to be drinking as much soft drinks. And, and correct. And, and this is the co- pot calling the kettle black. I mean, I'm I'm a good one to, to drink my Dr. Peppers. But uh, you know, if you can wean yourself off going into these storms, uh, where you won't have that caffeine addiction as strong, uh, you know, and drink more water, it's going to be healthier for you, and it's going to be easier to get water than it is, you know, say that Coca Cola or Dr. Pepper. Yep. Um, but you know, and then on the other side, we we you know we're talking about water, we. You have to flush the toilet. You know, it's good to stock up on toilet paper and things like that, but you can't flush a toilet without water. Um, and so, you know, there are ways. If you live near creeks and things, you know, you could you could fill up buckets and and flush your toilets. Um, it's it's not that hard. Yep. Just pour it in basically. Um, but you know, if you don't, uh, I mean, I guess the the positive side is there is snow. You can melt, fill up a bucket and melt, but. You got to be careful, I guess, Randy, because when you're bringing in snow, for one, it's going to let water in your house. If you're not careful, it'll melt all over. But that's cold. You know, you're bringing that cold source in, and, and yes, it's just a five-gallon bucket of snow. But if you only got a little bit of heater going, you may, uh, it, you know, you you may feel that cold coming off that bucket. You will. Yeah, you probably get a little condensation out of the toilet. You know, the back of the tank when you put it in. But, you know, one thing they tell you, if you run out of water, do not eat snow. No. No, because that'll, that'll make Because for it, every one ounce yeah. of snow you eat, that lowers your temperature one degree. Yeah. And, uh, sure. Yeah. I know this this storm's not going to be that excessive, but. Well, yeah. you know, but hypothermia, it's, I mean, can, you can you can get hypothermia in pretty much any degree weather, right? I mean, anything yep. cold. Um, you know, that's basically just when your body temperature drops. And so. If you're outside in 30 degree weather, you know it's uh, you know, and and then like I said, we're we're talking 27 degrees and 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 snow, so it's going to be wet on you. Um, when your temperature drops, you know, 95 degrees or to 90 or below 95 degrees, that's really when hypothermia can set in. And you you think about that. That's only a, a depends on your actual body because I think people fluctuate just a little bit. But you know, that's only a three three and a half degree drop. Right. Uh, to, for hypothermia to set in, you know, and so you, when you start to feel that shivering, that exhaustion and stuff, that's when you need to warm up. And so, uh, yeah, drinking that water and drinking good water, you know, clean water, obviously, uh, but drinking water that's uh, that's not cold from the snow. You know, one thing I, I, I hadn't paid attention in years, but it was big in the, you know, when I was a Boy Scouts was these little sterno cookers. Yep, yep. You know, uh, open your can of soup, open your can of stew. You know, warm it up with a sterno burner, and because I always kept sterno with me, yeah, in my tent when I did a lot of winter camping when I was a kid. Right. You know, it doesn't the off gas on it, not so much. You can't smell it at all. Right. And it's not a high flame, but it's just enough maybe to take a chill off. Yeah, yeah that's good. And uh, that's good. Well, and you can cook with it too. Yeah. And um, you know that that's the thing too. Is stock up on those those canned. There's non-perishable items, right? Like your canned stuff, your beans, your your, your rice, 
Um, you know, a lot of people go for those like protein bars, granola bars, that kind of thing. Um, old fashioned peanut butter and jelly, you know, things like that that you don't have to cook uh, necessarily. Or like I said, canned stuff where you, where the vet, the stuff itself is cooked and you know, you, you want to heat it up to make it taste good, but, but truth be told, you could eat it cold, you know, yeah. if you're well, hungry. They're, they're calling out, uh, canned tuna and salmon, mm-hmm. you know, because of the high protein levels. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. Um, you know, and, and a lot of our listeners too, right? A lot of you old vets, uh, the MREs, you know, and I know they, a lot of people don't like them, and I, I'm glad I don't have to eat them all the time. They're not but, bad. MREs better than, uh, yeah. you know, uh, K-ration. Right. I mean, that's the thing. You know, the, the, you got that the, they are good in the fact that, um, you know, they're, they're they're higher in protein for a lot of things, and, but also, like I said, you know, they're, they're it's edible food. You don't have to prepare. You know, you don't have to cook and have a, a stove running. Uh, to, to to get there. So. Correct. Well, it comes with its own heat pack. Right. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to turn your oven on. You don't have to turn yeah. your stove on. So when the electricity goes out, you can just open MRE and and uh, and you're good to go. Well, the good uh, thing is if you do lose your power and you have to open something that will go bad from not being in the refrigerator, you can always put it on your deck. Sure. Yeah, just keep the, keep the dog out of it. But, yeah, other than that, you, sh- you should be good to go. And this might be the time, you know, tomorrow when this – you know, a couple hours to it, into it, go ahead and get your sidewalks clean. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead and shovel the snow off your car by chance if you can get right. it out. Because we really don't know what this storm's going to do. Sure, sure. Well, and, and that kind of, tell you what, we'll, we'll take a, another break. And that'll that'll lead us into, like, preparing the house and, and the area outside. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Preparing for this winter storm that's going to hit us uh, later on this evening, afternoon hours into Monday morning. So uh, before we do go outside and and talk about, well, not not necessarily outside, but before we we start talking about the house itself, um, and this kind of ties into it, but the the generators. Let's let's talk a little bit about generators. And we mentioned it. uh, It's an important thing. You know, it's 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 a luxury, but it's it's a good thing to have if you can uh to uh to help whether it's you know turn your heat on or uh you know run that furnace or maybe run cook something if you want to run the well but you can't always do all of those things at once like you would say you know turning on the power now right correct Um, we had an incident uh golly about 2007 and uh the guy said well i want me a generator to run my house right and uh so he went to Lowe's, and I said, do not get anything under a 12KW. Yeah. yeah. That's about as small as you can go. And the guy at Lowe's said, oh, yeah, this 8,000-watt generator will run your whole house. And he, he the, the homeowner brought it in, and myself and the electrician both told him it will not run your house. And the reason it will not run your house is because you can't have it cycling on your hot water heater. Yeah your stove or your well right it just can't handle all three products yeah. so the homeowner eventually learned that if the power goes off you got to choose which one sure. you want to run first right i mean you, most furnaces are 110 mm-hmm. okay so that's that's a give me but if you want to cook something you you got to turn that hot water heater off or you got to turn your well off right exactly. so you got to cycle each thing you want manually to keep sure. what you want well, and, and that's but that's the thing with any you know even a smaller one if you if, you know like I had mentioned to you like 
having a smaller one, uh, not necessarily to run all those things, but maybe to uh, to run a little heater. Or if I've got a fireplace, maybe I want to leave, you know, a little entertainment. I got kids and I need lights, you know, that kind of thing. You can do that um, with a small inverter. But, but again, you got to think about right, like what choices you want to do. Correct. Uh, you can actually run a small heater on a 300 watt gas mm-hmm. generator. Uh, you can run it off a of 14 gauge wire but don't go over 25 foot sure. and it, do not leave that heater on while you're asleep right right but like i said too is, is keep that generator outside um and but don't hook up the generator and then i know this isn't the time when people do it necessarily they, it's already done but don't hook your generator into the house without doing it properly because if you're not careful and and your your electric your generator now goes back outside to the line to the main power uh, and, and you, know, you go, oh, it's not a big deal. But no, when it hits those transformers, it works in reverse, too. And so now if there's someone fixing that line up Correct. the road from you, um, you're going to electrocute them with, with your little bitty generator. Correct. Uh, if, you, if it's not installed correctly. So so think about that. Well, you know, the the, the thing is, is uh, if you've got a 300-watt uh, or let's say a 1,000-watt generator and you've got it hooked to your house, and it goes back off out of the line, out of your house into your transformer. Now that transformer does the same thing as it's a knockdown transformer, right. but in reverse, it's an upside transformer. Yeah. So on that back side of that little thousand watt generator, it comes back out at seven thousand volts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that's the thing. And you know, you know, it's great when you're when you're uh, selling power from your solar panel back to the company, but uh, it's not so great when the power goes out. And uh, they're fixing a lot, right? So, right. so don't don't hook your generator up unless you do it properly. Get an electrician so he can put a distribution box on that right. can be flipped off manually or uh, automatic. Yeah, exactly. So, well, let, let's talk a little bit. So, you mentioned uh, shoveling the, the the sidewalks and the driveways. Um, what's your thoughts on uh, you know uh, salt or you know the the de-icers? I have no problem with de-icers on decks or sidewalks eventually the salt will deteriorate your concrete right. but do not put anything on gravel oh yes you know it'll Learned make that the bo- hard way it, yeah it'll knock a bottom out of your driveway forever yeah salt and mud forever <laughs> so no uh you know they do have fertilizers out there that will act that's not as uh harsh as salt yeah i don't know what they are but look i i don't know what the salt does to the to the dirt to the soil compound but buddy you think we're joking? You go try it one time and, and see, and you'll regret it. You'll uh, bottom out. You'll bottom out your car forever. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think there's enough gravel to fix it. I think it, I think you, you'll if you're not careful, you'll end up in China. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but no, yeah, and that's the thing. Salt, right? Like, but what about salt on you know? So I've got a porch, and, and as we get off the deck, you know, the, the steps down, uh, wooden steps, but they're always slick. But I hate to put salt on it. Salt won't hurt that because that's part of the treatment. Part of the treatment. All right. All right. It, it plainly says here, a propane or kerosene space heater rated for indoor use. And we all had the radiant, in the 80s, had radiant kerosene heaters. Yeah. I mean, I got, I know I broke the rules, but I got so good that I can fill that baby up and never turn it off. <laughs> the little tank, the tank that comes out yeah. and goes back. Right. Uh is probably better because it's lighter for elderly. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, but do not mix fuels in it. Yeah, right, right. 
Well, let's uh, so yeah, so driveway salt's good. Um, obviously, shoveling. Be careful if you shovel. You know, think about it. Take some breaks. Uh, you don't want to have a heart attack. That'd be terrible. Uh, shoveling out your driveway. Um, what about the house itself, right? Like, let's let's today before the storm comes, go outside and take a look and, and see what's gonna what's what's damaged. Think about you know, your shingles, your uh, your siding. We've talked so much about siding over the last couple of weeks. Think about the siding. Is there anything loose, shingles or siding uh, that you need to sure up and fix now, uh, especially on the roof because you don't when it starts to melt. You know that we we talk so much about the snow. We any thought about the uh, the aftermath of the, the thawing out right make sure your gutters are clear the gutters and make sure they're attached good right yeah because when you when you get that this much snow uh and let even with ice guards but especially if you don't have the ice guards in your house all that snow runs down into the gutters and so those gutters are going to take a lot of abuse over the next you know, 48 you know 64 hours right yeah you know that was one of the things when we started on the metal in the 90s you know, it's a great product. It's easy to put on, long-lasting, but we never thought about the snows. Yep. Because it will slide off a metal roof faster than it will a shingle roof. There it goes. And uh, and and get some, especially when it gets a little icy in there, right? I mean, it's pretty dangerous stuff. Yeah. So, and uh, a lot of people didn't want ice guards, right. and, I, and I at least tried to get them to put around decks mm-hmm. anywhere there was an exit out of the house. And uh, one of the questions I asked him, I said, do you have a dog? Yeah. Or do you have a cat that generally sits outside waiting on you to open the door? If ice snow ever breaks loose, it will kill your dog. Right. Sure. If it's a big snow, which we've <laughs> not had any big ones since, you know, I really consider 97. Right. You know, we had the 12-inch three years ago. Yeah. This might beat it, but we don't know. Well, and, and you know, but check, too, uh, you know, where – Think about where that wind blows. Um, so if you've got uh, maybe a, a basement door, seems to be one that always got me. It was like you know you got that basement door and all that snow piles up against it. Uh, you know, find think about that. Um, I don't know if there's you know there's there's ways to temporarily cover it. Maybe you could if you had some extra plywood or something. You know, maybe you can make you a little bit of a shield so that uh, you can clean out easier. Um, you know, but but think about cleaning those areas out so that it is, when the snow melts, it's not running back in the house. Correct. Uh, and that goes for porches and decks too. Um, that's that's a big one right there. Is uh, making making sure your exit ways are open. Yeah. You never know when emergency is going. Right. Happen. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 that's what I was saying too. That's why I was saying like I think a lot of times that you I always kind of had issues with the with the basement door because it's not a door you go in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Well, there's one thing about the snow in a basement door, is that when the snow banks up against it, it will actually stop the cold from coming in around sure. the bottom of the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But but when the snow melts, that's where you got to worry about the water getting in. Correct. Um, you know, so yeah, those are those are always good things. Um, you know, think about those limbs. We had talked about the power. You know, the limbs following the power. But but look at it. You know, before it gets before it hits today, before the wind kicks in. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a wind today, so I wouldn't cut down a big tree, but you know, if you've got some small limbs that you can get a hold of and, and cut down, keep those off the house. Uh, you know, that, that's a good thing too. keep those, uh, think of those old busted up limbs that, you know, that overhanging on the house or, or just limbs in general. If you can safely get up to them today to cut them off, uh, that, that's something to sort of to think about. Yeah. Keep um, them, keep them, you know, like I said, that last snow cracked a lot of limbs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had a few uh, trees fall on 194 in mm-hmm. Biles. Yeah. 
Now, we talked about this when it first got cold, and especially a couple of weeks ago when we got down to those single digits, but uh, seal and caulk your drafts in cracks in the house. We, we always dress that every fall, don't yep. we? Yep. So that's one we've already talked about. So our longtime listeners, of course, have already taken care of that. But if not, if, if you know, if, if you haven't prepared or maybe it's a new house for you, um, check it out. And, and that's something to think about as, as we come up to it, uh, to this storm. Um, we talked a little bit about the supplies and stuff for yourself. But what about what about so we talked about water? Well, let's say the power doesn't go off. And, and, and hopefully that's that's the ultimate idea. Right. The power stays on. Uh what about your pipes though freezing? Because it's still going to get cold, even if the, if especially if the power goes out, right? Well, as a rule of thumb, it takes about three days to freeze a house out. Okay. Once it's at you know, seven, let's say seventy degrees, uh, and that that that'll get us all the way through this. Right. Now, I'm not saying like up on Rich Mountain in some of them areas right. where they have high winds, sure. but you know, wind chill doesn't freeze your pipes; it's ambient temperature. Right. And uh. Well, too, but the you know we got a lot of houses that, that still have crawl spaces underneath though, and they get cold. Um, they do, but it's uh, it, uh, and it's the hollow block houses that will freeze faster than okay. the solid block house. Would you? Uh, what, what's your thoughts on the the pipe insulation? You think it's worth it? Yes. That- uh, the regular pipe insulation that you buy at Lowe's or any building supply that wraps around your water line, mm-hmm. as long as you install it proper, you know, cut like in T's, cut your at a 45 and stuff like that. So it all joins together and tape it up and keep your, with no heat at all, down to 20 degrees. Right. Now it won't keep it indefinite because, you know, it's just like a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Even though if you put a refrigerator out there on the deck, eventually the food inside will freeze because it overcomes the insulation. Right, right. That's it. We'll be right back right after this. Thanks for listening to us. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us. Hey, Randy, I want to remind everyone, too, about the uh, the podcast, uh, All About Home Construction. So if you can't listen to us and you still want to hear your All About Home Construction fix, check out the podcast. And I uh, know people are like, oh, I don't even listen to podcasts, but it's easy. If you've got any kind of electronic, a computer, a phone, you name it, you can listen to uh, a podcast. You feed them ducks and yeah, squirrels. Yeah, hit the wrong button. Uh <laughs> show's not over we got a few more minutes here um, but no i do want to remind people that just to, if you uh and, and hey give me a call i'll i'll help you uh walk you through how to set up your podcast i don't mind one bit we want all of our listeners to catch us and uh, we're starting to put some archive shows on there and who knows if i get snowed in and bored i may try to get some extra episodes up and uh there you go yep uh one thing that you wouldn't think about is make sure you got plenty of ice in your cooler wait whoa, whoa, whoa. But there's snow outside. It, but it doesn't make any difference. You know, with uh, acid rain and stuff like yeah. that, uh, well, they want ice for perishable items right? that you have in your refrigerator. Sure. You know, eggs can sit out on the counter, you know, but milk can't. Right. Yeah. You know, juices, a lot of juices uh, uh, can't sit on the counter. Sure. But, you know, if you got them in your refrigerator, at least you can store them in the ice. And, you know, ice, as it melts, is 33 degrees. It's not 32, so. Right. And uh, just stuff like that to be prepared. I mean, this storm's not going to be big. I mean, it's going to be big, but it's not going to be long like it used to be in the 70s. Sure. You know, a lot of the elders have already probably got their shelves stocked. They're prepared. Right. Uh, 
And the reason I say that is because if you go to the grocery store right now, you know, the local people aren't excited, but right. everybody else is, yeah. you know. So like Terry said, I went to go get toilet paper and it's already gone again. Yep. Yep. And uh, Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing. I, I joke around. It's, you know, the problem is with me, I've got, uh, I mean, i got four kids that eat. And I have to go, I have to, go to the grocery store regardless if it snows well, or not, you, you know. You know, uh, a big box of saltine crackers and peanut butter goes a long way. Uh, it fills me up. That's why I got them hidden in the pantry. <laughs> the kids don't get them. But no, I mean that's the thing. Just just being prepared and uh, thinking ahead on some of these things, um, you know. And and look, I I say this because I've got a bunch. I've got kids. We just talked about, and uh, you know they've got uh, they've got this ramp set up already. They've got some dirt and rocks piled up in a place where it's down the hill. So when they get done, it's gonna you know piling up the snow. They're gonna not bottom out. They got this big ramp and jump fixed up. But all right, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, hopefully I can get out to the emergency room if I need to. But, but no, that's the thing. You know, is is when you have the kids, think about that, and and you know, while you're preparing for that, let the kids go out in the yard and prepare and uh, get the sticks and, and stuff out of the yard, so they've got a good safe place to uh, to sled. You know, it's not like when I was a kid and uh, at the bottom of the hill, and and this is probably the, the case for any good sledding hill. Uh, you know, you show me the best sledding hill in the country. And I guarantee there's a creek and or a barbed wire fence at the bottom. Correct. <laughs> uh, so that, it, while that's uh, definitely the best hills in the country, it's not always the safest. So think about that. Uh, you know, and like, like I said, while you're preparing the house, you're walking around looking for loose shingles or loose siding, uh, you know, or those gutters. Then uh, let the kids clean up the yard and make sure there's no debris. So when they go get their good sledding path down. Uh, especially, you know, when they when they get it good and packed down, there's not going to be something sticking up in that where they get, are going to get more likely to get hurt. Um, but when they come in, you know, they, they come in their house. This is the one that has gotten me ever since I've had kids. When they come in the house covered in snow, you know, uh, as an adult, you're, you're good to brush off the snow before you come in, step in the house. Yep. But kids, man, they just come in and then they dump all their clothes right in the middle of the floor or they take their shoes off right at the door. And there's always a big wet spot if you're not careful, and it's it's what's constant. So take care of that, you know. Especially as a floor guy, I'm going to tell you, you know, keep that water off the floor. And it's snow, yeah, it's snow, but when it when it starts to melt inside your house, it's water. So uh, keep that in mind too. And and you know, just like we said with the with the you know, as an adult, if you're out shoveling your snow, take your time. Uh, you know, take some breaks. You don't have to do it all at once so that you don't get. Uh, you know, you don't you want to don't want to hurt yourself. You don't want to have a heart attack. You don't want to hurt your back, things like that. But same with kids. I mean, a, a kid can can go outside and sled all day long, um, but as you know, just monitor that. Remind them to come in and warm up and dry off. Yep. Yeah, and take breaks. Mom used to always cook a big bowl of chili. Yeah. Always out yeah. sleigh ride. Oh, there's nothing better than than riding the sled and coming in and uh, having like a good hot chocolate and uh, sitting beside a good fire or stove. That's uh, yeah. But no, it's. I, I mean, I'm just saying that that uh, I don't I don't know that there's like a decent sledding hill ever made and found that I uh, didn't have a creek or a barbed bar fence. Yeah, we got one. I it's, had one that had both. It's rough. Oh, we had the you know where the cows went around <laughs> yeah, the hill. Yeah, so it jarred your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <boy. laughs> I was the same way growing up. I'd go behind my grandparents' house and uh, they lived next to us, and so I'd go to grandma. You know, grandma of course always had the stove going a 500 degrees wood stove you know you'd walk in and have and did didn't matter what time of the year it was you'd walk in and, and about strip down the underwear because it was so hot and then the stove pipe was yeah. red. 
And uh, but she she'd always have something food, some kind of food and cooking, something hot. And uh, then we'd you know we'd we'd go on up to the across the uh, down below her house, across the creek, and you you climb the hill, and it's the steepest hill in the in the county, uh, probably the steepest hill in Virginia, to be quite honest with you. And, but you'd get to the top, and that was the best sledding hill ever. But like I said, at the bottom of it, you had to time it just right. So they had a gate. You know, there was a fence to separate the two pastures. So it was a big, wide gate. Uh, so if you if you got it just right, you know you could go into the next field. Yeah. But we all know sleds don't go straight. And so you hit the you hit the it, you either did one thing you you either hit the creek or you jumped the creek and hit the fence. You had your choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, we had I had some good times growing up. And then the backside of that hill wasn't too bad. It wasn't the best, but it was it was an okay place. It was just longer, so it made it nice. And uh, we we were going down. Y'all you know, got a younger brother, a couple years younger than me, and uh, some it was some neighborhood kids came over, and uh, we were all sledding. And uh, it was one of those good good snows where we had the track sleds, you know, the metal yeah. metal tracks. And so we had a good path going and winded down around. And well, here comes the cows crossing across. And I don't know why the cows would decide to cross across a kid's sledding they won't, they won't trails, they won't but there they are. Fertilize your trail. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, we're sledding down through there, and here comes the cows. And uh, I actually watched my brother go completely underneath the cow in between his four legs. I've never seen a cow jump straight up <laughs> before, <laughs> but they do. <laughs> that was uh, that was probably the best thing. That was that's one of my most good memories as a kid is watching uh, watching my brother go in between the legs of a cow on a sled. Well, you notice another thing that they said was extremely report important was a battery powered radio. When's the last time you yes. seen a battery powered radio? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean that's uh, I've well. Obviously, as a radio guy, I've got one. When I go listen to App State games, I keep it right here on the radio station. I, mean, I had that, one in decades. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'll go out and turn my truck on it. Yeah. Well, you know that that's the thing. I mean, here at the radio station, like we're you know that that's we've got it's set up right. I mean, that, that's our our job is to to uh, to get the information out, and so um and, and it's local, and and so it's not going to be news from Charlotte or on the TV or things like that, right? Yeah. Like so, we we're, you know we're gonna we're gonna get the news out, and so yeah, you're right, and, and as as things come up, you know, uh, as shelters open up in town if needed, uh, you know, throughout the county, things like that, um, that's how you, you're going to get your information, especially when your power's out. Because, you know, we, we all rely on the Internet so much, but when, when the power goes out, my router doesn't work, you know. Yeah, and another thing yeah. I mentioned to Terry, too, was if you have a small generator, do not use your computers. Mm-hmm. Uh new flat screen TVs or anything like that with that generator because that is not a pure sine wave. That's a modified sine wave. Right. And eventually it will damage the components on the inside. It's good to know. So tomorrow afternoon when the snow starts, go ahead and plug your cell phone up. Right. Plug your computer up. Keep everything charged. Yeah. Fully charged. Uh, make sure your flashlight's got new batteries. Yeah. Anything that you know pertains to what you want to do. Because once the internet goes off, you know, everybody's going. If it if it does go off, everybody be in the same boat. Yeah. Well, and, and one thing too to keep in mind is you know things to do while you know when if that power goes. And we we talk so much about this. Like, hopefully, the power won't go out. We're not saying it definitely will, but I. No. But you got to be prepared for that. And um, you know that's another thing that we've all forgot about. We've gone to say I still have landline, mm-hmm. but you know landline dr- runs off twelve volt. Yep. DC, not AC. Right. 
And that's the reason every time your power goes off, you still got a phone signal. Yeah. That's true. But, you know, charge those up. Um, but but things you can do, too, find some ideas. You know, we play in the game, board games and kids' games and stuff, um, you know, when, when the power goes out. But, if you know, if you don't, you're an adult, you don't want to play games, uh, one good thing to do, especially if it, we get these big storms, is, is uh, start going through that paperwork. It's almost tax time. You start getting stuff like that together. But here's a good one, Randy, with the snow itself is insurance policies. Yep. Go through, find your property, you know, your, your insurance. That way, when something is damaged, uh, you know what you got to do to get, right. to get it fixed. I'll tell you something we used to do. Remember the old tables that had the little chrome bands about yeah, three inches yeah, all the way yeah. around? We had a uh, ping pong net that would fit on it <laughs> that we modified, and we learned how to play ping pong on a short kitchen table. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> and uh, William Emston, he was a science teacher at the high school. We could never beat him. He just sat there, and he just beat the tar out of that's us That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, look, there's some good memories to be made in uh, in a good snowstorm. That's yes, what I'm looking at. Yes, there at. is. And uh, so we, you know, stay safe out there. Um, you know, that, that's the biggest thing. Let the crazies be out there. Yeah. Don't get out and drive. Be smart. Keep DOT in your minds because, you know, they, like I said, they're, they're with this COVID stuff. I, I'm sure they're affected by it. Uh, as well as everybody else and so you know keep that in mind there may not be as many people out i don't know i mean i, I don't think there'll be as many plows out as normal um so they they may be working some extra hours give them a break on that uh and, and stay off the road because of that right like give everybody a chance and never pl- pass a snow plow because that's the dumbest thing you could ever do correct let them clear the roads for you and um, but don't just drive around and be stupid right but Hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone will make it through, and we'll see you guys next week. Again, check out the Facebook page, all about home construction. Give us some, uh, send us some messages. Let's let us know what you think, and uh, again, check out that podcast. We're trying to push that so we can get some more listeners on there. Just because we're putting out the archives, and uh, we want you to hear the old shows. Yep. Thanks so much, Randy. Stay warm, man. You do the same. Take it easy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, all about home construction. Our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina every Saturday morning. Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.